Hello and welcome to Manifesting Travel with Marae. I am Marae and on today's episode we are going to talk more about landing your first gigs as a travel influencer. Yesterday's episode I talked about getting our first gig ever and how we made it happen and on today's episode I'm going to tell you the story about how we got our first hotel gig and how we made that happen. So actually all of this happened pretty close to each other. We were in Mauritius when we realized that or not realized we already knew we were gonna go to Mozambique so what happened was when we booked our ticket to go to South Africa from Europe after we finished our month in the French Alps we decided to go to South Africa but we were afraid that we were not gonna be let in the country because sometimes when you don't have a stamp um, I'm sorry a return ticket they they will give you trouble because they think you might want to stay in the country. So we didn't want to have any trouble, especially because we were flying out of Switzerland. And I know that, especially in Zurich, they're pretty strict with these kind of situations. So I figured we'd buy a ticket to Mozambique, which was the cheapest ticket we could find anywhere from Johannesburg. And so we bought a bus ticket about a month and a half or so after we landed in South Africa to give ourselves enough time to settle, enjoy. Um, we were visiting my godmother, so it's, you know, get to know everything there, go to see her, do all the stuff we wanted to do. And then if we wanted to, we could take this $25 to Mozambique or not. If we didn't, it was not a big deal. It was 25 bucks. And if we did, did do it, then, then it would have been a fun trip. So after we booked our trip to Mauritius and we got those uh, sponsorships over there that I talked about in the previous episode, we decided to continue going. And we decided to try for hotels so we had already gotten a few uh tour guides we got restaurants we did a couple dives and you know partner with some kind of um tour and experience businesses uh and an ngo in uh, in mauritius but going to mozambique we wanted to make it a little bit more special if you hear noise around it is my dog who has just decided to scratch his back so if you hear that, that's shampoo rolling around on the bed. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> anyway, so we decided to go to Mozambique and reach out to hotels there because we wanted to do several things. First off, we wanted to make the trip long. We had a, we knew the visa for Mozambique for Americans was a year. Uh, I'm sorry, a month. Oh, I am all over the place today with my words. Um, we knew we, we we knew our visa was long enough for a month, and we wanted to go and make the best of it. We had this dream of going all the way to the north of the country. Of course, once we started planning the trip, we realized that because of the transportation situation in Mozambique and just the infrastructure in general, it was just not realistic to plan a whole month trip to go all the way to the north of the country. So we decided to keep it to the south, which was awesome because we were planning on doing lots of diving and just mostly water activities. We stayed by the coast. We basically created a plan of just going to a few coastal cities from super popular to not popular at all and design our whole trip that way. Once we chose the cool coastal towns, we started actually, we divided the coast by, I would say, maybe like 10 towns that seemed kind of interesting just because, you know, you always want to add more than you can chew so we added a bunch of towns and then i went around and i asked everybody i knew what they recommended what towns they recommended and the reason i did that and not just google everything online and whatnot is because i was already in south africa and there were a lot of people there that were from mozambique or that had been there or that go there on vacation often so they had a lot to recommend but if you want to do this i also suggest asking online as well keep in mind that everyone's definition of best place to visit is very subjective to what they prefer 
So I particularly, when I look for things and reviews, I always keep in mind the things that matter to me. So when I was looking at reviews and references for best places to go to, I always try to go to places that uh, follow reviews and instructions for places that were good for diving, eco-friendly, etc., etc. So always keep that in mind and kind of look up based on that. I did a whole list of like 10 places and then asked around everybody I knew based on what everybody told me and the feedback that we got, we decided on maybe about four places. And then I emailed, and I'm not joking when I say this, every single hotel I could find. <laughs> so this took several days, and it was me and my brother full-time doing this. Uh, my husband was editing our videos so we can have content to show, and my brother was mostly doing this, and I was helping him out. After we made a a template which is so cool because it took us a long time to make it work and at the beginning we got a lot of bad responses or not re- actually not even bad responses at the beginning we got a lot of zeros like a lot of nothing a lot of no replies a lot of, <laughs> a lot of just empty crickets on your inbox right and that was kind of disappointing but we kept on tweaking the words like we knew that it was kind of like a first impression so if you write to someone i mean think about it people get thousands and thousands of emails every day What's going to make him open yours versus someone else's, right? So we made an email that was really short. We made sure that it all fit within one page. We made sure it was no longer than three little paragraphs, but very little paragraphs. We made sure that if you open it on mobile, everything would fit within the page, within the screen. Because let's face it, people don't want to scroll down, you know? So we just wanted to make it super, super simple. And so I had a landing page in mind and I kind of, we, we designed a whole email in this manner, right? My brother was honestly a godsend. I mean, he he's really, really good with business. Like he's really good at seeing what needs to be put and organizing it. And together we came up with the wording. So we did a lot of trial and error and I actually shared this template in my program uh, that I'm actually putting together. But um, it's actually not something impossible to put together yourself if you really think about it. You should obviously start by presenting yourself in a way that makes you seem like a real person. Then you want to tell them how you can help and what you like to do. And then you offer them the deal you have, right? So that's pretty much what it is. What you're doing is offering them the opportunity of exposing what they have to your audience, however large your audience is. And if you really think about it, think about what... 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 new customers mean to an audience. So a lot of people think that you can't influence if you don't have a million followers. But the truth is that a real business benefits much more from 10 real customers than a thousand eyes that are not buying from them. So do not be discouraged if you feel like your following is not large enough. I know very, very, very good and successful money-making influencers that have less than 5,000 followers and have a very, very good business going. So do not be afraid of this. I reached out to people when, when, when I had very little. I reached out to hotels and businesses and restaurants when I had one or two YouTube videos <laughs> that I had. my husband had literally put together in our dining room with whatever we had we have filmed with whatever camera we had i messaged to hotels you know from my gmail right and with the pictures that i had taken on my instagram and as it was you know when i started emailing people i'm talking about december of 2018 i told you i've released my first video on youtube at the like in november end of november so you can imagine that what I was presenting to them was not a person who had a lot of experience. I was very honest. I said, I'm just starting. I have a somewhat of a decent following. I love traveling. I've been doing it for a long time. And I think that my audience would love to see what you have to offer. Of course, I went to 
hotels and, and places that were related to what I was offering. And, and that's what I showcased. The truth is, you're going to have a lot of people that are not going to want what you have to offer. That's okay. That's all right. Not everyone is going to agree with you. Not everybody's going to like the way you take photos. But if you don't try, you won't know. And somebody out there is going to want what you have to offer. Somebody. Somebody's going to be like, oh, hey, I like her pictures or her captions or the way her audience engages with her. And, you know, a lot of another thing is that a lot of people always think that... Um, if you want to become a travel influencer, you have to have all the little details that make a successful travel influencer. I have literally been paid to go stay at hotels around the world and I do not even have presets. The editing, the extent of editing of my photos is on my phone. I don't even actually use an editing software. I mean, I do sometimes, but it's not like a go-to one that I use every single day. So before I even got into any of that, there's so much that you can do to start monetizing your business right away that has nothing to do with all the pretty stuff. Yes, you do want to have a feed. Yes, you do want to show. But finding your voice and finding the way you speak to your audience so that you can connect with them and grow your brand as an influencer is so much more important than worrying about the color of your photo, right? So obviously, photography is crucial for becoming a travel influencing but you do not need to be a world-class photographer to be successful and to show others the beautiful places on earth and especially because everybody starts somewhere there might be someone that has never been anywhere that finds your first video and gets inspired by that just like there might be somebody that has been everywhere that might not be inspired by it right but everybody has to start somewhere so if you're thinking about becoming a travel influencer i say you do it and if you're intrigued to find out more feel free to let me know and contact me on my facebook or my instagram you can find me at brave free travel on instagram and brave free travel on facebook you can also go to www.bravefreetravel.com and on instagram you can also find me at marae travels the world there you have it. If you have any questions regarding how to become a travel influencer or any other questions regarding travel and how to transition online so you can travel the world more, let me know. I would love to answer your questions. This was Manifesting Travel with Marae. Thank you.